0: My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life.
1: The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to provide insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Welcome to episode 90 of the Biohacker Babes. I'm Renee, and I'm here with my sister, Lauren. What's up, everyone? And we are going to be bringing on a guest today. We have Mike Polano, who is the CEO of ARX. ARX is one of our favorite biohacks, so you maybe have seen Lauren and I playing around with it on Instagram. We're always posting like our fun video workouts, and you're probably like, what in the world is that machine? But it's such a cool biohack, and we really get into why this technology is so amazing, why it's so efficient, why it's safe. It just blows my mind how cool the technology is. And Mike is really, really awesome. I really enjoyed the conversation with him today.
0: Yeah. I'm actually surprised we didn't do this sooner because we've been messing with ARX for so long. And, you know, it's like the highlight of going home to hang out with the family. Sometimes it's like, (laughs) everyone goes downstairs, like, when are we going to work out? (laughs) It's so much fun. And Renee, I apologize for speaking over you and cutting in so much in the episode. It just was so much fun to talk to Mike and we had so many questions and it just, it's such a fun, fun piece of technology. And they're doing amazing things with the company. And we hope that all of you get to experience this at some point in your life. And actually, I hope that it becomes part of your daily fitness routine, sorry, weekly fitness routine, because you don't want to do it every day. And you will learn about why in this episode, Mike is just um, a wealth of information. Yeah. Renee, we're going to have to dig up our ARX videos so we can show everyone again, just in case you've forgotten (laughs) what this crazy machine is, but you'll probably start Googling it as soon as we start the episode, right? (laughs)
1: Yes. I know we have plenty of videos because like you said, every time we go home, it's like, okay, Lauren's turn, my turn. Let's just rotate and fight each it. other. <laughs> yeah. So we'll definitely pull that out. So let me tell you a little bit more about Mike. So Mike Polano, like I said before, he's the CEO of ARX. It's a company that creates fitness equipment rooted in new technology that is changing the way we work out in a cost-effective and physically efficient way. Over 10 years in the making, ARX equipment uses a. Adaptive Resistance Technology, a patented motorized resistance and computer software system linked to fitness equipment designed to improve workouts by using scientifically backed principles rooted in safety and efficiency, ultimately offering the most effective resistance exercise in the world. We love this so much. I can't wait to share this episode with you all. Great. Let's bring Mike on. Welcome, Mike, to the Biohacker Babes podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Uh, wonderful to be here. Good to see you guys.
1: Great to see you with the red light. You got the whole biohacker mode going on there down in Austin. We love yeah, indeed,
2: it. Indeed, indeed, we do. Indeed, we do.
1: Yeah, yeah. We may have to post some video
0: because you have just such a nice rose hue across the, your background and your face. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's definitely definitely a, a showstopper on the Zoom calls these days when they see the red light and like this guy is either yeah. It's typically. A weirdo comment gets thrown out. I have to explain everything. I'm like circadian rhythm, the whole deal. It takes like a 20 minute intro just to even get started on a call. Because they can't That's get past awesome. the light. They can't get past the red light.
0: Yeah. Uh, circadian rhythm. Yada yada yada.
2: Yada yada yada.
0: And then are
1: those your blue light blocking glasses?
2: Uh this is no. pair this is one riot. of one of five that I own. Um, they're just kind of sorted around the world that I have have one in the backpack and I got one at the the office and one for the TV late night, definitely one by the bedroom. Uh, if you want to grab the phone and and do some Twitter late night, but yeah, uh, this is one of five. These are Swanwicks. Um, and James gave me these five years ago when they first launched or whatever. So,
1: yeah, that, uh, these are my swannies as well, my daytime yeah. swannies. So,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Great. We got all the biohacks going on. Indeed. All right. Well, speaking of biohacks, so we are really excited for this episode because we talk a lot about exercise and fitness on the show. But today we're going to explore one of our favorite biohacks when it comes to fitness, and that is the ARX machine. And Mike, we actually, I think we maybe first met you down at paleo FX, Cause I think we heard about the machine at the paleo FX conference in Austin, maybe four or five years ago. And as a family, we all tried it out and we're like, wait, in like four minutes, we did this like intense workout that kind of killed our muscles. But at the same time, we felt really safe. Like our joints felt good. And we're like, what is this thing? And now, you know, fast forward, our dad has one in his basement and we're lucky to be able to use it whenever we go home but can you kick us off with like your elevator pitch? Like what is the ARX? Like what's your one minute spiel of what in the world is this machine for people that have never heard of it before?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. So the, the main gist of it is first off it's an acronym. So it stands for something, um, adaptive resistance exercise with an X, not an E. And the adaptive side is not the, The machine, but it's actually you as the individual because you create all the force against this motorized resistance machine instead of a weight-based resistance machine. So, if you can paint a picture in your head, you're doing a leg press, and normally you'd be pushing the sled forward and backwards, and there'd be a weight on the other end of it, you know, through like a cable setting or something like that, some pulley system, um, or just literally pushing a sled with weights. Instead, there's a motor on the other end um, that gives us a lot of. Uh, capability in terms of how we can adjust ranges of motion and speed and all that fun stuff later we can talk about but generally speaking this motor is going to do what it wants to do um, at its rate of speed in a leg press and you can't stop it you can't uh, make it move faster away from you or slow it down as it comes towards you so you throw whatever force you can at this thing and it just keeps plowing right along and that's seems at first a little scary, but when you realize that you're the one that creates hundred percent of the resistance, hundred percent of the force against this, and that you are able to control how much you do at any given moment. So imagine going hundred percent effort, still losing as it's coming back to you. And for whatever reason, you want to go down to zero effort and just take your feet off. Great. You can do that. You are 100% in control of how much resistance is being applied to you um on our technology which is a complete reversal of when you lift a weight so when you are acting on a weight it is also acting against you uh via gravity so best way would be like in a bench press you're pushing up in the bench press well that weight is always pushing down at let's say 100 pounds and so you have to control both the positive and the negative of that weight at all times uh, because gravity doesn't care about you it just wants to go to the Mm -hmm. center of the earth at its constant rate. And so there's just like a fundamental switch of the battle that you are having with a form of resistance. Everybody knows weight world and we're ushering a new world, which is motorized resistance. Secondary side of that is as you're creating force against this motor, you are also uh, seeing how much force you created on computer software live in front of you right there. So you see these graphs, they go up and they go down. There's a bunch of different numbers on our software that we, uh, we track and quantify, but that is the new, that's our new paradigm. If you want to call it that for resistance training, it's, it's motors over weights and it's constant, very specific, uh, computer quantification as it's happening out in front of you. So, you know, if you're getting better, you know, if you're, you're progressing.
0: That's amazing.
2: <laughs> we think we think it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very cool, but very cool. I think people want to hear that they can be in control because doing heavy strength training, especially for women can be daunting. The idea of getting like on a bench and lifting weight over your head is really kind of scary. And with this machine, you can lift like wildly high loads but in a very safe and controlled manner because it's working with your own potential, which is not only safe but it's also really empowering. So that's incredible. And then, you know, Renee and I are like obsessed with data. So the fact that you can actually see, are you improving is all of my effort that's being put in to exercise actually paying off. And then there's a recovery aspect, right? I mean, we can get into the software a little bit later in the interview, but the, the data is really controlling how you determine your workout schedule and your recovery and, and look at the body as a whole system, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, once you get over the learning curve that this is, a safe environment to exert yourself, you know, 1% or 100%, whatever your capability is uh, that this machine is not going to hurt you in any way. Uh, Okay, great. That's, you know, hump one. Then now that I've, I've gone over that, now I can actually get into, well, how much effort am I giving over a period of time? And that's where the software really gives you that feedback. Really what we're trying to do with exercise is always hunt down a resistance that challenges our body at a certain threshold so that that body uh, responds in hopefully a positive way, right? If we go over that threshold by too far, then eventually you get injured. So we want that sweet spot of resistance. And what's really difficult with a weight is we never really know what that threshold of resistance is for us today, right now, And then also, what's the difference between set one, set two, set 13, as we start to fatigue? It's literally just a moving target that we're guessing on all the time. And the entire world has adopted this as a way to (laughs) exercise, which is fine for now, because that is what the tool allows for. And the tool being, in this case, uh, traditional gravitational weights, metal weights is the most, most common. I mean, it's the same thing for body weight, though. It's the same thing if you're doing resistance bands. They're sure. all, they're all trying to achieve this uh, gold standard of like, what's the, what's the exact amount of resistance that my body is capable of right now in this minute. And then also what's my body's capability throughout a whole range of motion. So if I'm doing a bench press again, when at the bar is closest to my chest, I don't have as much leverage or advantage, uh, mechanical advantage. So I can't really create that much force there, but as my arms start to extend upward that mechanical advantage becomes greater. And so I can, let's say if it's hundred pounds at your chest, I might be able to uh, resist up to 200 to 300 pounds when my arms are extended. And then, you know, if it's 200 pounds, let's just say at the, at the top 195, 180, 175, as we start descending back down to our chest. So on the, on our software, it literally is a graph that goes all the way up and then it humps all the way back down. And so you see this whole strength curve, which is inherent to all human beings. Um, Everybody has the capability of lowering a weight at a higher level than they do pushing a weight. It's just physics, just how we're designed as humans. But we don't use a tool in the form of traditional weights that changes at all. It's a hundred pounds up and a hundred pounds down. So it's just a really Mm -hmm. inefficient way to challenge our body to that threshold that I was talking about earlier, i just want to give it the signal to say hey some serious stuff going on out here in the world and so we are we're gonna have to build back muscle fibers we're gonna have to uh recruit um you know glycogen into the cell like there's all of these things this cascade effect that happens once your body has crossed over a certain level of threshold and is triggered in some way the goal and what everyone's been chasing forever is like well how do i do that most effectively but also most uh with the highest level of safety. And so that's what we've achieved.
0: It just kind of seems silly now to think that most people, you know, walk into the gym and stare at a weight rack and just have the subjective choice of, well, I'm gonna lift that weight because I think that's right. And maybe that is right for them, but it changes just like as you said, like throughout the range of motion, that changes. And so I love to get into the difference between like concentric and eccentric, because I think that's a really fundamental part of this software. We are so much stronger eccentrically than we are concentrically. And so we kind of miss out on that strength potential. Can you explain? Uh, let, let's just go ahead and like break down those words for anyone that doesn't know the difference between concentric and eccentric. It's two phases of movement. I'll let you take that away.
2: That's you're <laughs> halfway there. The the real thing is just, it's the pushing part and the lowering part in a bench press. The pushing part is the concentric side. That's where your muscle fibers want to, uh, shorten and they contract. Uh, the lowering portion as the bar comes back down toward your chest in a bench press is called the eccentric side of, uh, the range of motion. And that is when your muscle fibers want to lengthen and extend. So, you know, there's, there's all of this happening when you just go up and down in a bench press and what is, what is passed up on, it's kind of like hiding in plain sight though, is the fact that, uh, I know on the way up, it's difficult, but then on the way down, it's super easy. It's like, it's the same arms that I have the same triceps, (laughs) same delts. It's the same It's Like all of my system is the exact same and magically everything got easier. So like what, what changed? And the only thing uh, that changed is like your mechanical advantage when your arms are extended versus when your arms are bent and closest to your chest, you have a capability there to create more force, but the weight does not care about that. It remains the same. It's 100 pounds up on the concentric and 100 pounds down on the eccentric. That is just an inefficiency at its base level. And one that really can't be altered too much. There's some other things that machines do, and there's bands and some chains that attempt to vary the resistance, literally called variable resistance in uh, exercise. But even then, you're still guessing. And then, what happens when I start getting really tired? So, rep one, I'm super fresh, and you know, whatever it is, is 100 up and 200 pound 200 pounds down. But then, by rep five or rep ten or something like that, I might be half of the force output capability that I had when I first started. But if it's still 100 pounds up and 200 pounds down, then That's a mismatch, right? I need something we call it. uh, If if we had a magic weight fairy (laughs) that could come and add weight and take (laughs) weight off instantaneously, you know, second over second,
0: is the RX
2: (laughs) that we we created a magic weight fairy, right? So that's again, it's it seems really simple, and it seems like, huh, that's kind of a bummer that I've been training like that with a tool that doesn't care about this very well known thing. Yeah. But it's, it's how the entire world has gone to, uh, gone through exercise for at least the last 40 years.
1: Yeah. I, I think the software is just so impressive and it's very motivating to see the screen when you're working out. I love, I appreciate that you said you could do 0%. If you really want to be lazy, you could just sit there and just not do anything, or you can really push yourself as much as you want that day in that moment, depending on how you're feeling, but to see at the peak and fall or the rise and fall of it, you're like, yes, I want to beat that last one. It, it it's like a video game. Me. It is like a video game versus, you know, standing in the gym, just lifting, you know, doing bicep curls. I'm like, I did 20 pounds yesterday. I guess I'll do 25 today to me. That's really boring and no feedback. Yeah. Um, so I love, I love the software. So my question for you, can you talk a little bit about the different exercises as far as pushing and pulling and keeping that symmetry of the body? Does that make sense?
2: First, I don't want to pass up the software because it's my favorite part of the whole uh, experience. Oh, okay, let's go back. Experience. Let's talk more I, about it. I definitely it. want to talk about it. You brought it up, and I'm like, okay. I love, I love, <laughs> I love communicating about it because it's such, it's such a departure from what we're used to. So let alone like we have this magic weight fairy, right? That adjusts the weight, uh, even though it's not weight technically, but it adjusts it adjusts the resistance according to what we're capable of. Great, fantastic. That would be a a monumental product by itself, in my opinion. You add the quantification and the feedback that shows you what you're doing each and every time. And so it's one thing to have an adjustable resistance. It's another thing to push yourself to your previous max or above that. And now we're doing, we have a a combinatory effect of those two supporting one another where I have a great amount of resistance that's perfect for me, but I'm also challenging myself each and every time I am exercising, and I use the example of I myself back in weight training world when I would go to the gym. I mean, how many days do you go there when it's you know midwinter? I'm from Chicago, so it's like it's midwinter. Uh, the car heater, uh, the seat heaters on, and I'm like, I really don't want to go in right now. And like, you got to change that out of your clothes, you trudge through the snow by the time you get to the, to the weight rack, you're like half in it. You're barely, you know, you try to put some music out to like get you in the mode and then mid mid workout, you know, you're just, you're not even, you're not even focused on any specific goal. You're going through the motions, right? We've all been there at some level of that. Mm-hmm. And the main reason that is the case is, is not that I was lazy and whatever. I just, I don't, I don't have a target. I don't have a goal that I'm shooting for that is, objective. Every time I use this machine, it's a a number that I wrote on a piece of paper that said "Ah, today I'm going to do 200 pounds. It's cool. But how much more is that compared to last week? Um, Should I go up? Should I go down? There's just a lot of questions that are going on in your head about like, is this even the right number? I don't know. Some men's health fitness magazine told me I need to do 200 pounds today. Uh, And so we like offload this thinking to somebody else who's not there and is not you. And so there's this like whole environment around, am I even going to perform 75% of what my capability is today on my workout? And given what I've seen over the years, right, is the harder the workout is, the less your body really wants to do it, right? We have a yeah. we have an innate ability to to preserve energy. <laughs> and like that's what your brain and your body want to do. And when things and an get,
0: aversion we, to discomfort.
2: And an aversion to discomfort. So if I'm if every day I have to force myself somehow magically in my head to create enough psychological power to push myself to a place my brain does not want to go to and my biceps or whatever don't want to uh exert themselves to, like, ugh you're going to swing and miss on a bunch of workouts over the course of a lifetime, a bunch of workouts. We've all seen some people in the gym, uh, who you're like, what are they? They're not doing anything. That person literally came here. They walked around the dumbbell rack, like seven times scrolled Instagram on their phone. Yeah. yeah. Scrolled Instagram for a little while, <laughs> got some water, came back, did a couple of bicep curls and left. And they're like, yeah, no, this it is good. day. Maybe I not my up. best day. Yeah, maybe not my best. Listen, we
0: can clap for those people. They showed up, but there's a better way.
2: But there's a better way, and so I'm getting to that better way, which is if I can, if I can put a number in front of somebody that is not a number that was decided by ARX Corporate or me as a trainer. That's you from last week. So okay, I need to hit 200 on the leg press or something. Cool. I know that I can achieve that. Even before I start, because it was me who did it last week or last month or whenever, and that's the gamification side that allows you not only to have uh, confidence that you're capable of doing it, but now I'm competitive with myself in in yeah. against me from last week or you know my personal best whenever. and when you add those two together, what you get is the appropriate threshold, the appropriate intensity that's required to get really, really good benefits from exercise, like life changing, genetic expression, adjusting changes to your body and your lifestyle. If you can hit this appropriate level of threshold, sounds really easy, uh, but it's not it's incredibly difficult to do if you don't have the two things that ARX provides in your corner.
0: Yeah. So when we're talking about data, like Renee and I love recovery and listening to our data sometimes can be a challenge because if you don't listen to it your recovery suffers, if you do listen to it, you can actually optimize and keep progressing. I feel like it's the same thing with ARX. It guides you in the right direction. So you can not worry about that subconscious decision fatigue, but so you're getting the most out of your training. And I've seen this a few times where I just got really excited about the ARX and maybe did it a little more than I should have. And you see it, you see the progress is not as good. You see that like your strength kind of took a hit. If you listen to the data, you continue to build and progress, but it's like that very delicate balance. It's like, are we going to trust <laughs> what this feedback is giving us? Um, cause obviously you guys have really put in some hard work and and made the science and the the technology so specific. And I love it. it's like it's just your body is giving all the feedback it needs.
2: No, absolutely, well said. I mean, what we need is not only that that excitement to go chase that personal best from last week or whatever, uh, but I also need tangible, objective feedback to say, "Am I recovered from last week?" So, because we run roughly the same kind of workouts every week, that's that's what the programming typically is. Because it doesn't need to be all complicated when the resistance is perfect for you. Uh, the challenge is always there. That's why you would change up any, any program really. But so I, let's say I'm, I'm crushing it. I'm beating my workout from last week on ARX every single week for four weeks in a row. And I get really excited about ARX. I'm like, this thing's amazing. I'm like, the guy said <laughs> to only do it once a week. He's like, forget that guy. I'm going to do it twice a week this week. Right. And so more is
0: better because more is hundred (laughs)
2: percent better. That's never been proven incorrect. We know this as, (laughs) as a society. So you go and do it twice. And my recommendation for everybody is like, let everybody try it at whatever amount of volume as they want, because the data tells the story. Now there is no, well, maybe, you know, today I didn't do such a good workout because Lauren, my trainer didn't choose the right weight for me. Or, you know, there's all these other rationales and, you know, maybe we didn't have the best workout, but we also don't know by how much. So then I go double up my workout and I'm going to do leg press twice a week now, right? Come up, do my second set or my second uh, session of ARX. And then all of a sudden I'm down 15% of my leg press compared to my last one. You are like, ugh, that one hurts. <laughs> well, you're going to look around and you'd be like, well, there's no trainer because it's everything's automated. There's no trainer to blame. The range of motion is perfect every time down to the hundredth of an inch. The speed is controlled at all times. So the only person that you can really look to, to blame is you. It's like, I didn't recover soon enough to actually get a higher number, higher total force output, eccentric max, concentric max, whatever we're looking at. It's like, I just, it was me. It was my fault. I didn't recover in time, and so what? What inevitably shakes out is is just a very simple way to just, uh, to tell somebody this is this is roughly how long it takes you to recover, and there are it, it lies anywhere from five to seven to all the way up to ten days per ARX workout. I know it sounds crazy for most people, wow. but if it's that potent, you need X amount of days now more uh, to recover from it. But it, it as a trainer and as just uh, as a user of it, it gives me this incredibly valuable feedback to just say like, uh, I thought I was Superman, but it turns out not so much, not, and definitely not when I'm not sleeping well, when I don't have the appropriate nutrition and when I don't do the other things that you guys harp on all the time, then I can't come back in three days. I need a full seven days to recover. Again, it's, it's, it's this wonderful feedback loop, positive feedback loop <coughs> mm-hmm. that, continues to happen time and time again, every time you do four reps of an ARX leg press, that's essentially an identical workout. So there's, there's so much fun stuff that happens because of the software. And that's why I don't want to overlook it. Um, (laughs) that, that drives decisions afterwards.
0: But our audience is like, wait, you only do four reps. (laughs) Did we hear that? Right.
2: (laughs) So I, I don't personally do four reps. I'm closer to like 12 to 14, maybe on a week. Um, but that changes. There's other days where I, I have a plan in place. We're gonna do maybe like 10 to 12 total reps over the course of two to three sets of something. But most of the time and for the first year or two, I did one session of ARX once a week for just two minutes of time. I didn't even count the reps. Just went as hard as I possibly could, leg press, chest press, row, pull down. And it was insane the amount of improvement that I was seeing. The dose is so potent that I didn't need a lot of it, right? So uh, I don't know if you guys—you guys have met Jim on our team, yeah?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we love Jim.
2: <laughs> Jim's the best. Jim's the best, but he's got these great analogies, and and uh, one of them is just like it's beer versus whiskey, right? There's one that is just more potent, and so they're both the same stimulus. In this analogy, the the whiskey uh, is ARX, and the beer is weights and other things that just take longer. To achieve the goal that we're looking mm. for. Um, so if you just take five <laughs> shots of whiskey, it's a more potent dose of alcohol. And then what we're looking for is like the most potent, but also the most safe form of exercise. You take a lot of that on, great, super exhausted. I am literally super sore today from my Sunday workout two days ago. Uh and I need about seven days to recover. And I'm on. I'm on the end of the spectrum when it comes to tracking my recovery, caring about all those very nuanced details to make sure that I am maximally recovered. Even I can go beyond seven days, not more than once or twice a week uh, mm-hmm. in a row. And then all of a sudden my numbers start going down. And I just have this this home base for data that I always can go to. It's, I'm running the exact same workout essentially every week. And you're just like, well, let's see what happens now. Some days I win some days I'm like "Eh, down 12%. Like you need to sleep more this week because you're clearly not recovered. This game gets Ah. played out in various ways, but at the end of the day, the data doesn't lie.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, I've experienced when we go home for the holidays or whatever, I'm maybe home for like five days. So I'll try and do ARX on my first day home yeah. so I can squeeze in a second one before I go back, you know, but I, even like after four or five days, I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't feel as strong as I did on day one, but I want to get one more workout in before I leave town. Yeah, But, but that's what? interesting. So seven days is probably more ideal.
2: Yeah. And, and then, and again, it's all about how hard you work. It's all about the intensity you put in. It's all about your recovery. There's a lot of things that the data can start to parse out and it acts instead of it as an exercise tool. It also doubles as a diagnostic tool. Mm. Right, which I love. I love having those conversations because those are the real conversations that need to be had. But most people don't want to have those up front, right? They just want to work out and they're just like, I work out three times a week. I'm the fittest dude in the gym. I can get away with murder. You don't know me. I'm genetically gifted. Blah, 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 blah. Smash him with eight reps of leg press and then have him come back four days later and watch his ego just get deflated immediately. I mean, these totally. are totally <laughs> these aren't these aren't like guesses that we're making. We know for yeah. sure this is gonna happen because we understand the potency of exercise that he received is so different than what he's used to so these are these are all the fun kind of conversations that happen once you get into the data uh, but renee what you were saying is is very common like people want to do more and so what i tell them is that you can you can take a couple uh you can take a couple days and, and do another workout but maybe it's just the concentric maybe it's just the the, the glycogen depleting side of the workout and not the more damaging side, which is the negative eccentric side. And so you can do an eccentric workout on a Sunday and then do two, three days later, just a push movement, clear a bunch of sugar, get a lot of the adrenaline and some of the cascade effects that happen when you create a lot of force in the body, uh, clear blood sugar, like all of these things can happen while also not re-damaging the muscle fiber and causing you to stay below baseline longer than is required. So we can use mm-hmm. this tool. Our tool has the ability to change and adapt in, in so many different ways when you start changing the programming up, but it's all available to you. Same machine, same program, same everything. The only difference is now I don't push on the negative. I only push on the positive.
1: Hey, biohackers, it's time for another giveaway. These have been so fun. So why not do another one? So for this giveaway, we are asking for a review on Apple podcasts. If you can leave the review before Friday, April 23rd, we will enter you into the giveaway. We are going to announce the winner on Tuesday, May 4th. So definitely stay tuned to that episode to find out who the winner is. And the winner will get an option between two awesome prizes. We are giving away either a bag of Keon coffee, which is great mold-free pesticide-free, awesome, delicious coffee, or Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee, another one of our favorite brands. It's really clean. And we love that they combine the organic coffee with different mushroom blends and adaptogens. So it helps to offset the maybe potentially negative impacts of the stress from the coffee. So two awesome products. Uh, Like I said, please leave a review by April 23rd. And we are so appreciative for all the reviews already. We thank you guys so much. We couldn't do this podcast without you. Which one did you say is glycogen depleting?
2: When you are pressing, pressing uh, yes. okay. At, at all movements, there is some glycogen depletion. But if you a just want to look at like the primary energy system that is used when you are concentrically contracting the muscle, um, on the pressing side, it's going to utilize glycogen. That's why when you're cranking a workout and you know rep four or five or something like that on a pull down, uh, you have a ton of force pull pull power on the way up in a pull down, but on the way down, as you're actually like concentrically pulling, I mean, there's some people who are just like Gumby arms. Like they can't actually move. They can't create that much force at all. But yet if I just get them to that eccentric side, all of a sudden poof, like all this, this force power uh, comes out of nowhere, but that's just how, that's just how the body works. And so there's, there's literally like a rigor mortis effect that happens on the concentric side where you just can't move your muscles <laughs> concentrically, but there's still capability right. to resist. You wow, can train to that. So interesting. Yeah.
0: I like that term, the capability to resist all that strength potential that's just untapped. We can stimulate eccentrically so much higher, right? Our eccentric capacity can... I guess the adaptation can be much higher and we can tolerate higher loads, which then leads to more protein synthesis, right? Like the anabolic demands are just so much greater if we can get there. I know you said the word damaging and that may be triggering to some people. We yeah. want a little bit of damage, right? We want that stress adaptation. And then that's what gives us the rebound effect of getting stronger. We even get more power from training eccentrically. Can you talk a little bit more, maybe just go like a little deeper on the science and what we're actually doing to the muscles yeah,
2: For sure. There's so many benefits um, of both sides of the equation, the pushing and the resisting side, the concentric and the eccentric side. Uh, you need them all, right? Mm-hmm. We need blood sugar regulation. We need to uh, dump the reservoir of glucose in our muscles, right? That comes from the pushing side primarily. But we also need the high, uh, high load of the eccentric side which helps us cross certain thresholds to build bone mineral density and to also pull the muscle fibers apart a little bit and create positive damage. And by that, I mean, the muscle gets torn a little bit. It's the whole entire purpose um, of exercise. That tearing of the muscle fiber then sends a signal to the body. Hey, we got problems over here, guys. We got to repair that muscle. And so then that's where All of a sudden, you're super hungry after a workout. Like, where did that come from? Your body is now aware that we need to go find protein bricks to come build back the muscle house that we just broke down. So both of them are super valuable. But if you don't hit those meaningful levels of uh, resistance on the negative, which are sometimes two to three to four times the amount just for, you know, sometimes even microseconds, you will never be able to send that signal to your body. To, and it definitely won't set it at the highest level possible. Hey, we need to go build more bone. Hey, we need to go build, you know, a, a large amount of muscle back here. And so this is where you get plateauing for all the people who are runners or who are doing yoga or who are doing a not very advanced version of weight training. We all hit this limit because we stopped pushing what the ceiling potential is of how much resistance we're giving our body. And that's a bummer. Yeah. It's like your 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 body is capable. You can do so much more. The tool you are using is shortchanging you, mm-hmm. and that's a that's just not cool to us. Like we just don't want to live <laughs> in a world where there's so much potential that's sitting on the shelf that you'll never tap into if you if you don't change the stimulus stimulus if you don't change the resistance. And that's where it's it's just amazing to see people who are completely untrained and they've never tapped that side of them all of a sudden you know who would be considered unathletic or inexperienced in the gym never was an athlete you know these people are putting on muscle mass these people have force producing capability that they've never experienced before and then the last benefit of that is the resistance to injury side so because you are stronger you have a stronger system in terms of bones Tendons, ligaments, muscles—all of those things are being called into play when you're hitting these high loads on the eccentric, high safe loads. Then now you're capable you, to go run, you know, a marathon and absorb force for 21.6 miles, uh, and and not get injured, or go skiing and just absorb force every time you stop, and not have your knee, uh, your ligaments in your knee just snap. Right. This is these are this is the chassis of our car, you know the internal workings of it all. Whatever road you decide to go on after that and take that car down, we'll just make sure that your chassis is capable to handle a little off roading. If you're going to go, you know, Ski Vale <laughs> uh, down some double blacks, right? Like this is this is just very basic understanding of like, cannot can my system handle what I'm about to throw at it? And this is how mm-hmm. we train safely uh, in order to in in order to prepare us for whatever life handles, uh, whatever life gives us.
1: Yeah. Right. So I I love that the ARX. it's not just about building muscle and like looking good naked maybe. I mean, that's a great bonus, but, but yeah, living, you know, into your eighties, nineties and being able to ski or, you know, getting on the floor to play with your grandkids. I mean, these are the things that are really important to people. And especially with all the baby boomers now, I mean, seeing all the health conditions, like this is essential for people to be doing this, to like you said, building strong bones. And, um, I mean, of course we have to deal with that, you know, the elderly population and sarcopenia, you know, once someone falls, you know, the risk of mortality and other things just skyrocket. So if we High can rockets. prevent that, <laughs> yeah, if we can prevent that with something like this. And, you know, I think a lot of women that listen to this show, you know, maybe you're in menopause, you're dealing with you know, low testosterone, can't build muscle, poor bone density, all of that. This could be the missing piece. You can't just go to the gym and lift five pound dumbbells. It's not gonna do the same thing. This is what you need. So I'm kind of like venting on what <laughs> what's going through my brain, but I just Breach. everyone needs this. Yeah. Everyone needs <laughs>
0: that's so important. And and then on top of our busy lives, or people don't feel like they have the time to put in the hard work to reap these benefits. That's why this is one of our favorite biohacks, because you can get it done in such a short period of time. It's a great minimum effective dose. Can you talk about how that exactly works? Like how can you get this amazing workout in sub 10 minutes? It's, It's almost hard to believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where ARX is a hundred percent, just a situation where you could have the most in-depth understanding of exercise science and biomechanics and all the things, right? You get it, you get it conceptually until you've actually been under load on a negative leg press. You don't, you don't fully understand how taxing that is. Sometimes that's the first and only time anyone's ever resisted at that level in a leg press. They've only done the pushing side. So all of a sudden, boom, lights come on. Uh, people are huffing and puffing after four or five reps. And there's like, no more, no more, right? I see this all the time at Paleo Effects and Upgrade Lab show and like all of those, right? But The gist is we we have better resistance now, right? We just covered the reasons why it's the perfect amount of resistance, the whole range of the motion, instead of maybe, you know, just 20% when it's off your chest in a bench press, then the rest of it's kind of easy and you let gravity do the way, uh, do the work on the way down, but because you're challenged the whole time, well, okay. It's a more potent form of this. I don't need as much of it. And that's really what's great is again, it's, it's not, we're not six minute abs over there making a claim just for marketing. I legit (laughs) work out 11 minutes a week. I can show you the data on over the course of the last seven years, my workouts of actual time fighting the machine are about 11 minutes and I don't rest much in between. So let's add a minute of rest in between max for each one of my workouts. What are we, what are we at? 15, 16 total minutes. If you're focused And so it's, it's this incredible awakening that people have who value their time. I'm thinking of parents and lawyers and entrepreneurs and just people who just generally just don't like exercise, like get this over with as soon as possible. (laughs) I don't want, I don't care about looking cool. I don't want to look good naked. I just, my doctor told me I need to do this and I need to get bone Mm -hmm. marrow density. And just, if you can get this over with, I'm just close my eyes and wait till it's done. Awesome. Don't care if that's your motivation for getting on the machine. The fact is you're going to get a more potent dose in that small amount of time. And that's just like the efficiency side of what our technology can do. And we see this time and time again with people is they stop working out. They like to even the biggest workout junkie who works out five times a week. Eventually he's like, "Eh, I, I I thought I loved working out five times a week. But what I really love doing is working out about once or twice a week and playing with my kids right. Or spending that extra time reading or doing whatever else you want to do in the world and create the life you want to create. But if you've created all of your free, if you've uh, given all of your free time to the gym or to the exercise bike or whatever your thing is, uh, man, we're talking about like a 93% efficiency rate. If you're going three, three times a week for an hour to the gym. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. That's really like the technological leverage that we're trying to trying to tell everybody about. Is you don't need to do that anymore, right? <laughs> so powerful. You just don't need. Well, to and do then
0: that. the other end of the spectrum, people that do really enjoy working out or that exercise is sort of like their release or their you know dopamine Therapy. time. <laughs> cool. You're not saying that they can't do that, right? They nope. can still go for the run. They can still do their other things, but let's be a little more efficient.
2: Yeah. And we get that. That's inevitably the comment that happens right after we tell you, you only have to do it for 12 minutes a week. They're like, but I love the gym. And what if I want to do that? Great. All this is going to do for you is as you go on and do your sport of running or whatever, uh, or if you just want to go to the gym more, well, now the thing that you couldn't accomplish in the gym, the really high force stuff, well, we took, we took care of that for you. Now you don't have to worry about training. At such a high intensity every day, you can just do more moderate, low level intensity stuff in the gym, which is going to increase your longevity because now we're not edging that uh, situation where you're like, well, I need to push myself on the old squat rack today. This is a little, uh, this is a little bit, I've never done this much. I'm too, too proud to ask for help. So I won't have a spotter over here. And then, <laughs> and then you end up on YouTube in a gym fail. Like that's, that's like, that's the progression. (laughs) And you're like, oh man, it didn't have to be that way. Like we could have done this a lot simpler. We could have taken the high force load stuff, knocked it all out on Sunday with an ARX workout. And if you want to go lift 10 pound dumbbells because you just love the pump or you just love the vibe of being in gym, then so be it. Like that's your personal decision to do it, but know that you've covered your basis first and you're reducing your risk of injury in the, in the course of that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love approaching it that way. That's great. I think people are maybe starting to wonder where can I use an ARX? (laughs) Like what's the future? Is this going to be, you know, at every gym or what, what can actually Renee,
0: can I cut in really quick before we answer that for anyone that didn't already Google what an ARX looks like? Can you just tell us what the two machines are, the Omni and the Alpha, the differences?
2: Yeah, that's also something that's a little bit different than the the standard, if you will. We don't love to repeat history. We're trying to to remake some new future stuff. But the it's two models. So we have the Omni and the Alpha. Uh, the Omni is a cable driven system. It's both machines are designed to do full body exercise. They both accomplish the job extremely well. Uh, the Omni has just a little more like if you want to call it bells and whistles ability to clip some things uh, so you can do you know tricep press downs and it has a tower so you can do pull downs you can do some deadlifts on there and, and things like that and then the alpha is is really just like the simplest 8020 machine but it's it's simply powerful uh, because I sit in the chair I do a leg press great knock that out don't move out of that chair, rotate the handles in. I'm doing a, uh, a chest press immediately. Hit the next button. I'm on the row. I use those ex- same exact handles. And instead of pushing forward, now I'm pulling back towards me and now I'm doing a row. So the simplicity of it all really lends itself to be the most quick and efficient. There's no messing around with carabiners and stuff like that, right? The Omni is super fast too, once you get used to it, but the Alpha is designed to be you know, for even the least experienced person, I think about like your grandparents who never picked up the weight, never stepped in the gym, have no physical awareness whatsoever. I've watched a 92-year-old woman smash a leg press, right? Yeah. Her numbers aren't as high as most people's are, but she is giving an all-out effort in complete safety. And it's just it's it like brings tears to my eyes to know like that lady's gonna have a better quality of life. And she has no idea. She's just like, I don't know. Dad, my doctor said I need to come here. And she's just having a ball. She's like, I, li- I really like this. I was asking her questions when she was done with it. Cause like, how often do you get to talk to a 92 year old human who's out there hitting their ex leg presses?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's just super fun to see. And like, that's the future that we want to, we want to start right now. And we, we are creating that. It is available to, you know, a lot of people around the world, but we're still the best thing that like few people know about. And so we're, we're growing and we're growing fast.
0: Yeah, And what's to come.
2: Yeah. So the future okay. is bright. <laughs> the future <laughs> is bright. So we've been... We're not a new company. That's one thing I like to always bring up. Um, you know, original prototype started in 2010. And then we were kicking around different ideas till uh, 2015. And that's when I moved to Austin, you know, with our CEO, Mark, here to to redesign the product. And so that's roughly minus a couple advancements over the years, what we still have today. We've added some things like self-driving modes. You don't have, you don't need a trainer anymore. You can control all the ranges of motion and have them. um, You can log in, you know, in New York city or Austin, Texas or Las Vegas and into an ARX machine. And all of that data gets transported over to those machines. So if you really think about what the, what the potential of that is in the future, you have a distributed network of ARX machines that are in all of your airports, that are in all of your major cities. And because you don't need a trainer uh, and the software is so easy to use, the, the next evolution of this will be that, you know imagine like an Uber kind of situation or not even Uber, but like an Airbnb type scenario where you have an app, you're, you're flying to New York City, like where's the nearest ARX machine? And maybe it's in a WeWork one day. If we have a partnership with WeWork or like some other place that's that's easily accessible, Renee dials in her information. Great, you've reserved time on that ARX machine, and poof, you have the exact same workout that you normally do in Las Vegas, and you knock it out. You're done with it, and you move on with your life. You know, you're off off shopping on Fifth Avenue, like whatever your your life is, right? And that's that's really that's really the future, and it's 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 taken a long time for us to even establish the technology the validity of it, all the things I've been talking about. Uh, But that's not in question anymore. I've never given a demo on ARX and had somebody be like, this, this thing's bullshit. Like it's never, like never one time has it ever happened. So we know it's real, all that kind of stuff. Now it's building the business out. And, you know, that's what we spend most of our day doing now is, is growing the business. And we're at a really, really good stage right now where all that kind of stuff that I just talked about will, will be the future come hell or high water on my end. But we also have indiv- individuals who are opening businesses and starting businesses like Pam Gold, one of your guests early in the podcast, she, she opened a location in, in New York city and she had all of the fun toys and tech, uh, but she had two air machines as the foundational piece because any good, uh, biohacking regimen should start with exercise and high, high quality yeah. exercise. So we have more and more of those entrepreneurs coming to us and saying, I want to, I want to create something. I'm a coach, or I'm a you know health health nut, and I got some money saved up, and I don't like my corporate job, and this biohacking thing's pretty sweet, and uh, I want to get into it. And so, then they just call us. We send them one to two machines, and they have this amazing piece that can train anybody and everybody out of the box day one for their business. So that's one person we sell to. We also sell to existing businesses like a chiropractor, a physical therapist, or even a gym that wants to add that next level of service and give that next level of value to their customers. And then the last one is like, you know, if you can afford it and you want to put it in your home like your dad, <laughs> then awesome. You're going to have the single best piece of exercise equipment ever made in your basement for you and your family to enjoy whenever you want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to make Christmas awesome. a really fun event. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Christmas in our house is always fun. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's, it's like better. the first day we get home, it's like, when
1: are we going downstairs to work out?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Actually,
1: my, my dream is to open like a biohacking center here in Vegas. And I've already said like ARX is the first thing I want to put in there. So if and anyone it, else in Vegas wants to help me do that.
2: <laughs> and you're not alone, Renee. And I also agree entirely that any... Anybody who's thinking about opening any type of uh, health business, the benefits that come from this type of exercise, I cannot stress enough. And I I will point everybody to an ebook that Jim and I just wrote together because finally, after all these years, you know, we just kind of got tired of having to repeat ourselves like in these very narrow things of like, well, does this thing help with bone marrow density? And like, does it help with blood sugar regulation? And like, does this make you younger? And you're just like, you know what, all of those things and more. And so we have an ebook out that's, uh, that's really, really well done. And I think it, it runs through you know, 15 different of the high-level benefits. And it's, it consistently, as more research comes out, continues to just impress me at how, how much we can get as humans and individuals as a positive effect for our health by just stressing our body this way and doing it safely. Take all the diet out of it. Take all the sleep out of it. Take everything. Although that's super important, don't don't throw it all out. But if you did, and you just took on this one habit, you would have such a higher quality of life for a much longer period of time. This one thing: high intensity resistance training.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. we talk about we talk about hormesis a lot on the show. So for everyone listening, this is a great form of hormesis. It's a good stress on your body.
2: Precisely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I know the answer to this question, but is there anyone that should not be using ARX? And I'm just going to use that as a tool for you to turn around and say <laughs> it's good for everybody.
2: <laughs> so yeah, and 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 realistically, this is when when uh, so I host an event on Sunday. This is just we have all the fun toys here at at ARX headquarters, and as a way to kind of support my friends and my community here in Austin, I open up. Uh, the ARX headquarters from 10 to 2 every Sunday. And, you know, it's grown to be quite the following. You know, we have anywhere from, you know, 30 to 50 people that show up every Sunday who are using this technology. And it's given me an opportunity because I've been working, you know, in the business for so long, to to start to see the reactions of live people who are going through the process of like their first time on ARX, you know. And when we talk about who is ARX for the key thing to remember is, no matter where you are in your exercise journey, if you're the superstar athlete who just came off the football field and you know can can squat five hundred pounds, great, Airx works just the same for you as it does for the ninety-two year old woman who I saw in uh, at Live Oak Strength in the Bay Area. Right. The thing about the tool is that, like, the we don't make a setting for you know football guy and then another setting for grandma they just push as hard as they're capable of doing and whatever they feel comfortable doing so as long as you have a you know a functional <laughs> hip and a functional knee if your force output is super low then your force output's super low there's you're only competing against yourself so we just want to see a little bit improvement in that person's individual numbers but not in comparison to you know, my numbers, or your numbers, that that's, it mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. So it right, really yeah. truly is for everybody. And it also is for the people who are forgotten. And when it comes to exercise, like if you have, I don't know, if you're in a wheelchair, right. Our gyms designed for people in wheelchairs. No, not at all. Machines are not designed for those people. If you're an amputee of some sort and you need to uh, only do one arm and, or one leg in particular, like these are all parts of the population that can now be serviced by a piece of technology that can do it safely and quantifiably. And like, there's a bigger, when people look at it, some of the videos. And then when they try your they see like people, you know, working real hard and like some Jack dude, right. Doing a bicep curl. He's like the hardest thing I've ever done. It can be that if you want it to be, but it can also be on the other end of the spectrum as low force as you can possibly make it. And that's really where we, we're trying to serve the 99% of the world. The 1% are going to be fine. The genetic monsters who just, you know, look at a weight and grow biceps, like great. They're going to be okay in life. I promise you, uh, we're trying to democratize exercise at a higher level and you need a better tool that really truly works for everybody. And so, yeah, the answer to Lauren's question is everybody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking of all the people I used to see come through hacks. Business people would come in in their business clothes and just, you know, change their shoes or take their shoes off, get on, barely break a sweat. But, you know, they got their stimulus, they got what they needed, and then they went right back. Probably picked up some lunch, had a few extra minutes, grabbed coffee, went back to work. It's like,
2: it's <laughs> good, man. It really is. I, is good. I, I We always say it's like as part of uh, working in a startup, like ARX was. They're not there anymore, but like. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't have time in the early days uh, to work out all the time. <laughs> I was traveling on the road or you know, deep in, in in building the business. And I was like, thank God for ARX because I maintained my health and continued to improve throughout some of the most stressful periods of time in my life because I was able to come back to this very objective, always right for me in the moment piece of exercise equipment. And you're like, oh, I love you, ARX machine. Now back to work getting my... <laughs> getting my butt handed to me by some problem in the business. It's like, that's, right. that's the luxury we now have. If you have the right tool on your side.
1: Yeah. And I like the idea of like, if you're on vacation or something, you can just look up where ARX is. I think that is a really cool thing that's coming in the future because right. like, I personally, I do like to work out. I work out six days a week. It's, I just do it. It's not a problem. But when I'm traveling, I don't because you got to find a gym and then you go for whatever and then you got to go shower. Mm-hmm. But like if you can just like Lauren said, just run in, do your ARX, and off you go.
2: Yeah, and and we don't currently post comes. all of our locations online. There's a couple of reasons for that, just from uh you know a lot of people badgering our customers and kind of that kind of thing. Um, that will change in the future for sure. But ultimately, the 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 larger mission that we are are trying to achieve is we need to have more of a connection with, you know, the hotel chains around the world. We need to have Airx machines be in more of the major cities, more of the, you know, admirals club at airports, right? So the people who are traveling when they're away from their normal environment at home, where they might have the perfect home gym and the setting and all that stuff. Well, I still want to be healthy for the one week I'm in Italy or the wherever I am in the world. And so that's typically the bane of travel, right? It's just like, it throws you off of your schedule. It throws you out of your routine. And if there's one thing you don't want to miss, it's that super potent exercise that I'm talking about that has all of these massive benefits when you're already being stressed out in the world and you like, you need to keep your, your, uh, your forces high or like your immunity high. you mm-hmm. like your um, right. walls of your castle, like strong. It's like, uh, resi- that's the word I'm looking resiliency. for resiliency. Got to be, like. you gotta be resilient yeah. on the road.
0: My favorite word, yeah. man, the day that I see an ARX in an airport, I'm not going to know what to do with myself.
2: You and me <laughs> both, gonna but... fall on the
0: floor and cry. It's going to be a good day.
2: I'll be right there giving you a crying with you and giving you a handkerchief because like <laughs> oh, that man. is, that is truly what the vision has always been, but the, you know, you got to build the product and a business in between there. And it's just so good to know that we've gotten through that stage. And man, we're in a massive growth phase. Like this year will be, will be monumental for us in so many ways due to a couple of things that recently have happened. And we're growing the team, we're improving the products, we're improving the software. And you're just like, Oh, cool. We just very much look forward to the, to the day that someone, you know, references this as the overnight success. And you'd be like, I love, I love an eight year overnight success story, right? Yeah. <laughs> and are <they're laughs> like, this thing, this came out of nowhere. It's like, not, not really. so
0: much. It's yeah. True.
2: <laughs> but yeah. as far as they're concerned, like, oh, this is just the new way forward. Kind of like electric cars or anything that is just complete like cell phones. Just like all of a sudden one day you wake up and everyone has a cell phone and your whole life mm-hmm. is on a phone. One day yeah. you're going to wake up and you're not going to worry about how much weight do I need to put on the rack? You're going to look at that as just that it's more of like a historical, like you're like a classic car <laughs> aficionado. like, so I like driving classic cars. Leave me alone. Meanwhile, right. <laughs> people are blasting by you with Teslas, you know, going 150 miles an hour and being like, see a classic car guy. Uh, that's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Like if you want to do that, you have the opportunity to do it, but you're no longer forced to mm-hmm. be into that, you know, antiquated model. Sure. Yeah.
1: That's well, the cool. future is very <laughs> exciting. I can't wait for that to happen. All the hard work will pay off really soon for you guys.
2: Feels good. Futures now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a journey, but it's just, it's too fundamentally right. Like it just, I've been looking for years and years and years for somebody to, to poke holes in what we do at a fundamental level. And, Every time I do my own workout, it's just a reminder of how real this stimulus is. When I get my blood work done, when I look in the mirror, and I'm still getting stronger and I'm still adding muscle mass into my 30s or uh, 36, but like you know, into my mid 30s, and it just keeps getting better, right? If you have a better tool or better resistance, you can get better results. But mm-hmm. it's the first thing that's uh, we're not not many people are understanding of what that is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. everyone listening today. Gets it a little bit more now. Well, Mike, uh, this has been so amazing. You have shared so much great information, but before we let you go, we always like to ask one final question. If our audience can start doing one thing differently today to optimize their, their health and wellness life, anything, what would your one piece of advice be?
2: So, so I think typically, an yeah. And I'm not going to yeah. go the ARX route, although you should be doing that. You go find an ARX machine or get into the resistance training world, the safe That's, that's a given. That's a given. Yeah. That's a given for me. It's always been about, and you know, I've gone on my own personal journey over the last what year years at 2021. Wow. I started in 2011, you know, doing very, very basic things in terms of changing my diet and lifestyle and starting to put butter in my coffee and the whole world thought, You know that I was going to die of cardiac arrest by the time I was thirty, or like whatever. And the main thing was is like, great, do whatever you're going to do, impart whatever change you're going to impart, but be insanely observant and aware of what is happening when you have that. um, When you change your diet one bit, you know, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add kale. Great, pay attention. What happens right before, during, and after? How much do you pay attention to yourself on a regular basis and just check in? Right. How long do we we go when we're just like, I'm always so anxious right at 10 o'clock? And you're like, well, what do you do right before 10 o'clock? You're like, I have a triple espresso. <laughs> and you're like, all right, we're on to something. Couldn't here.
0: be like, that? <laughs> we're,
2: yeah, we're we're on to something here, you know, or whatever the case is. But paying attention becomes really the habit that I I try to cultivate most in my life. Because nothing stays the same really more than, you know, for a few days, if, if ever. So there's always a moving target, you know, just when you think you figure it out, you're like menopause, right? <laughs> or just when you think you figure it out, like you, you get a new job and it's double the amount of hours and you have a commute, right? So you need to start paying attention at a new level to see how things are adjusting and changing. So I know it's like super macro, but that's how I always think. and just if you're constantly paying attention and checking in with yourself, and this is why having a coach like you guys is so valuable because you guys are able to tell guide people, here's where you should be paying attention, right? Grab a continuous glucose monitor, get the keto mojo, get like what some sort of quantifiable, uh, an aura ring just to put a number to what is going on. So you can pay attention more intently. And so I spent a lot of time just questioning you know where am I at right now, and why might that be the case? What did I do to create the circumstances that is a stressed out version of me at four o'clock in the afternoon? Which is not the case. I'm super relaxed because you guys are the best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so these are these are the kind of things that I'm just always running scenarios in my head and then tweaking accordingly. And that's where having good information, like what you guys talk about on these podcasts and the rest of the health world, that's just crushing it lately. Um, that's where, okay, I know that I have this specific symptom or this specific problem. What are the ways that I can improve that? And then I pay attention when I started, in, um, interjecting with those. So pay attention, pay attention, pay attention.
0: Yeah. I absolutely so love much, that advice. Well, yeah. So much power in the questions And we are. We're such dynamic beings. We have to listen constantly.
2: The air X machine so right. sometimes just tells me flat out is like, Hey, dummy, this is what happens when you don't sleep for three days. It's like, you get yeah. minus 15% on your leg press. I'm like, shut up air X machine.
0: You're not like, my
2: dad.
1: Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, I feel that way yeah, about the right. aura ring. Right. I'm like, don't, don't tell me that that weekend was bad for me. I have when fun. the aura yeah. ring,
2: you let me know when the aura ring says 25 readiness score, uh, cause that's the lowest I've ever gotten. <gasps>
1: And it was just one of those moments.
2: Oh, I earned it. I earned it hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you know what you did.
2: I know exactly what I did. And it was awesome. But right after that, I I started paying attention. And I was like, okay, or uh, I get it. Probably should not have gone the way I (laughs) probably should not have done to the level that I did the previous night. But that's how I want to live my life. I'm an and person, not an or person. So I want to do it all. I want to have all of the balance, right? But yeah. that whole week, I just kept tracking. I got right back to the fundamentals. I got in the cold tub. I'm in the red light. I'm hitting the biocharger. I am definitely not exercising because there's no chance that I'm recovered in any form or fashion of that. And I'm sleeping my butt off. Like, these are all the things that I started to pay attention to. And then boop, 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 every day or ring just keeps going up. And then all of a sudden I'm back to baseline. I'm like, okay, I survived we'll probably do that again, like maybe another six months, but try not to do that every weekend.
0: (laughs) Like I can get away with it.
2: Of course. (laughs) Isn't that the goal? Resilience all day.
0: Resilience. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's valuable too. 25 is valuable. Here you are today.
2: (laughs) I'm waiting for the ordering to uh, one day I wake up after a night like that and just be like, we've called the paramedics. (laughs) 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 We've automatically called the paramedics. There's no way you're possibly able to survive right now.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. Oh my <laughs> Their God. tech it's is weird. moving fast too. It's possible.
2: I, I know they're doing yeah, some predictive possible. analysis when it comes to uh, cardiac arrest, which is amazing. But right.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah to be able to pick that. up on that. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: I have COVID before. tests in my room and they're going to let me know if I need to take it. Like they're, they're going to be the ones to tell me it's
2: crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. This is the world we live in. Like this, we're on this amazing technology curve. ARX is a part of that. You know, one day you wake up and all of a sudden we have iPhones everywhere. It's only been 11 years and look at what, look what's happened since, since, yeah, it's only been 11 years and that curve is exponential. So it's starting to get to the hockey stick moment where it's going basically straight up year over year. And the jumps that are happening, our brains are not capable of understanding. We think very linearly. We just do not think that far in advance and we can, every time it happens, we all stand around and we're like super surprised but it's a very mm-hmm. predictable curve that's been shown to 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 be and we're in the fun part. <laughs> we're in the beginning of yeah. the fun part. We're like year over year you just see crazy crazy things that happen, you know, 10, 20, 50 times faster than they ever did before.
1: Right. So well, nuts. if we can use technology for the better, I'm happy with that. All day. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and
0: being a a, a techie. We love it. We're so happy you're in the community with us. Um, We're going to send everyone to ARX resources Uh, aside from the website. Is there somewhere else they can go to learn more or to learn more about you? Sure. How do share?
2: Go go to the website, download that ebook. Um, It is it is a wealth of knowledge. Um, we use a bunch of research. We talk about the ARX way versus the the old way. So you can kind of see the comparison of what, you know, what are the benefits if I use a technology like ARX compared to what I would have to do with a weight and they're, they're very, very different. So yet the ebook is definitely the, the fastest way to get like a quick understanding of, you know, what are the, what's the totality of the benefits of, of using this, this type of machine. If you just want to see a workout, Um, our YouTube channel is fantastic. Just here's some, somebody going through a whole workout. It shows you the software, all the numbers going up and down. Um, and then, you know, what are some of the data points and we have a voiceover that explains the whole thing. And then, uh, I guess, yeah, those are probably the two main main spots that you want to go hang out. And if, if you're interested in purchasing, obviously there's a place on the site talk to our team so we can get on the phone and, and give you some context as to, uh, how to use this technology in your area in a new business. Um, the biohacking business world has just exploded and they're all of our customers and they're amazing humans. Like they mm-hmm. are just doing incredible work so far in advance of what the rest of society is doing. And they're just like low key, <laughs> just like hanging out in St. Louis, just like changing lives. And then all of a sudden, you know, every once <laughs> in right. a while you get like a, a more, like visible one like upgrade labs in in LA with Dave Asprey but you know there's just this is we're in the beginning stages of this and it is it's exciting but it's about to get way way more exciting and it's on the backs of people like you who are just thinking differently and and doing the work to to help as many people as possible
0: So awesome well we're definitely Thank along you. for the ride
2: Let's go. (laughs) All right, let's Let's go. go. All
0: All right, Mike, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And thank you to our audience for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts
1: to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking.